medical degrees are equal, but some are more equal than others. An analysis of medical degree classifications. The authors are Matthew Byrne, which is myself, Sophie Yale, Madeleine Glazeby, Elliot Revel, and Megan Brown. Inequity in medical education is an international issue, and it occurs through unfair processes that are avoidable. Students from minority ethnicities and socio-economically disadvantaged backgrounds perform worse on average during their education and postgraduate training. This differential attainment is not due to individual poor performance, but is a reflection of inequitable processes within medical education. One area where differential attainment can occur is within assessment. As such, it's important to know the consequential validity of an assessment, which MESIC just defines as the consequences, both positive or negative, of a test. Not recognising the consequential validity of an assessment can have adverse effects and can act as an inappropriate barrier to some populations. Degree classifications are an assessment outcome used to differentiate students based on academic achievement. Unlike most university degrees awarded in the UK, medical degrees are technically unclassified as students are not awarded a first, second or third class degree. Instead, medical students receive a pass, indicating that the graduate meets the UK General Medical Council core competencies required of a newly qualified doctor. Despite the lack of classification attached to UK medical degrees, some medical schools use a hierarchy of awards to acknowledge academic achievement beyond a pass. For example, students may graduate with pass with honours displayed on their medical degree certificates and transcripts. Internationally, similar systems exist, though some countries use different terminology. In the USA, academic achievement may be acknowledged through grading systems used during clerkships, where su grades such as honours may be awarded, and membership to honour societies, such as the Alpha Omega Alpha Society, which member institutions can elect up to 16% of their graduating class. It appears that many education institutions internationally employ systems to denote exceptional achievement during medical studies. In some countries, these awards contribute to the ranking of postgraduate applications, such as residency applications in the USA and Q8. In the UK, academic awards matter most within postgraduate specialty training applications. The Foundation Programme, a generalist two-year training programme that all UK doctors must complete before progressing to further training, does not recognise degree awards. Instead, academic ranking is calculated via the student's decile within their medical school year. However, following foundation training, many training application marking schemes award additional marks for candidates with degree awards such as distinction or honours, including core surgical training and internal medical training. Despite the value placed upon classifications in postgraduate training applications, there is a paucity of information regarding them. No standardised criteria exists to determine what constitutes these awards, both in the UK or internationally. This is surprising within a national context where the regulator of doctors, the GMC, accredits medical schools based on the quality equity between schools and is increasingly moving towards standardised methods of assessment, evident with the advent of the UK medical licensing assessment in 2024. It is unknown how many UK medical schools make degree awards 
what criteria are used, and what percentage of students receive these awards. This is a critical absence of information, given the importance of consequential validity and inequity within assessment. In this study, we set to map out the use of classifications and discrepancies between medical schools. In exploring this topic, we hope to be begin a conversation regarding degree classification validity and inequity within medical school assessment. Methods, data collection. We conducted a cross-sectional study of classifications awarded by UK medical schools using Freedom of Information Act requests. The Freedom of Information Act 2000 is a UK legislature that grants a right of access to information held by public authorities, which includes most universities in the UK. The authority must reply but may decline to provide information, for example, if obtaining the data would be too costly or take up too much staff time, be inappropriate or release personal identifiable information. Similar processes exist in other countries, including the USA, Ireland and Australia. Medical schools were identified from the Medical Schools Council website on 16th of December 2019 and were contacted via their general inquiries email address. We sent freedom of information requests to each medical school following guidance by Savage and Hyde on the principles of freedom of information research and Wolby and Luscom on criteria for quality and freedom of information research, including sampling a smaller sample initially using a standardised request and note-taking during the process. Our freedom of information requests contain the following ad verbatim questions. One, what classifications do you use for the final medical degree awarded at graduation, ranked from highest to lowest? For example, honours, distinction and merit. Two, what percentage of medical school, medical students obtain each of these final degree classifications at graduation? Three, what criteria are used to determine whether a student obtains each of these degree classifications? Where a simple percentage cutoff criteria was used, that was taken as the percentage of students who received the award. For example, honours awarded to the top 10% of the year. Where more complex systems were used, we asked for the percentage of students who received the awards for the five years before the 2019-2020 academic year. We staggered our initial requests so that we received and reviewed data from at least five universities before wider dissemination, and an expert in assessment reviewed our request and preliminary data to check the questions we asked were appropriate. Responses were collected from 16th of December 2019 until 10th of May 2021. All the responses were screened independently by two reviewers, data were extracted and any discrepancies were resolved by consensus. Duplicate screening was used because the Freedom of Information Act permits the public body to provide a link to the data if it has already been published in the public domain, instead of writing a succinct written response. Where this was the case, the materials provided would often be comprehensive policy documents, course handbooks, and these would require careful review. We clarified any points that were unclear with repeat freedom of information requests. We excluded intercalated degrees and certificates, prizes, grants, bursaries, and awards for individual parts of the degree. For example, pass with distinction in a student selected component. Ethics. 
The study was reviewed by the University of Oxford Medical Science Interdivisional Research Ethics Committee, and the study did not require ethical approval. Analysis. We calculated the median and range for the percentage of students awarded each classification and any type of classification across the five-year period. Data are presented as median and range, with percentages greater than 10% rounded to the nearest whole number. To summarise the classification criteria, we performed a content analysis, coded the data and present the count and percentage for each code. We performed a descriptive analysis of our data due to its heterogeneity. Results. We received responses from all 42 UK medical schools listed on the UK Medical Schools Council website. We excluded six universities because three universities did not host medical students for the whole degree programme, or the final degree was awarded by another university. Two universities were new medical schools with no graduating cohort and had not determined their classification system, and one university was a private university and was exempt from freedom of information requests. 36 universities provided usable data and were included in our analysis. We received complete data sets from 31 of 36 universities and the only missing data points were related to percentages of students, which is shown in figure one. Figure one shows a flow diagram of the number of universities from identification to analysis. Classification systems. 30 of 36 universities used a classification system and 6 of 36 universities used no classification above a pass. Four classifications of above a pass were identified and these were commendation, merit, distinction and honours. Of the 36 universities in, in our study, 16 used a single tier, tiered high, hierarchy for their classification system, 13 used a two-tiered classification hierarchy and one used a three-tiered classification hierarchy and this is shown in table one. A total of 45 classifications above a pass were awarded from the 36 included universities. The highest classification above a pass was an honours in 20 of 36 universities and distinction in 10 of 36 universities. The second highest ranked classification was commendation in seven of 36 universities, merit in four of 36 universities, and distinction in two of 36 universities. One university awarded merit as the third highest ranked classification. 30 out of 45 classifications were dependent on all examined years at university, i.e. all years at university or years one to four where the final examination was completed in year four. Nine of 45 classifications were awarded for a combination of years, including final year, and six of 45 classifications were awarded for final year alone. And this is shown in table two, which shows a summary of criteria for 45 degree classifications across the 36 UK medical schools. Criteria used to determine classifications. The criteria for classifications varied considerably and were determined through rank, grade or more complex systems. And this is shown in table two. 14 of 45 classifications were determined using the student's rank in the year. For example, awarded to the top 10 to 
12 of 45 classifications were determined by grade, with, the most, with most using an average percentage cutoff, a score of 70 to 76%, or a grade point average cutoff. The remaining classifications use more complex systems. 11 of 45 classifications use a combination of rank and grade points. For example, students had to achieve a certain rank in the year or exams, which resulted in the award of, award of points or grades, and students had to accrue a certain number of points or grades in total. Four of 45 classifications use a combination of rank in the year, the top 10 to 25%, and or rank in exams, the top 10 to 50%. Four of 45 classifications use rank in year and grade. For example, students had to rank in the top 10% of the year and average an average grade of 70%. Percentage of students receiving classifications. 25 of the 30 universities that awarded classifications provided data on the percentage of students who were awarded classifications and a median of 15% of students received any type of classification from their university. The percentage of students receiving any type of classification from their university ranged from 5 to 38% across the 25 universities. Figure 2 shows the median percentage of students who received each classification type from each university. There was a wide range in the percentage of students awarded each classification types. For honours, this range was 3 to 24% across 18 honours classifications. For distinction, this range was 0 to 27% across 10 distinction classifications. For commendation, the range was 3 to 29% across 7 commendation classifications. And for merit, the range was 0 to 15% across 3 merit classifications. For some universities, there was also a wide range in the percentage of students who received the same classification from the same university. For example, the percentage of students who were awarded an honours from university number 24 ranged from 6 to 24% during the five-year period we assessed. And the median and range awarded for each classification can be seen in table S1. Discussion. To our knowledge, this is the first study to systematically examine the degree classifications awarded by medical schools in the UK. We identified that most UK medical schools do award classifications. However, there was a wide variation in terminology, criteria and percentage of students awarded classifications. Our data demonstrate that there's inequity among medical schools in the way they recognise achievement. This inequity creates advantages for students from some institutions and is likely to influence success in postgraduate training applications. In figure three, we present four examples that illustrate how inequity in classification criteria and terminology could influence success in postgraduate training for otherwise identical candidates. Concerningly, there's a dearth of research identifying the impact such discrepancies have on the validity of classifications and on the experience and progression of students in the UK. As a consequence, the consequential validity of these awards is unknown. Internationally, there's limited evidence regarding the impact of variation, with the most significant literature sourced in the USA. For over three decades in the USA, honours in clerkships and Alpha Omega Alpha Society membership 
has been associated with future career success, including residency applications, performance during residency, long-term academic employment and professorship. Despite increased attention to the impact of degree awards within the USA, there also exists a lack of standardization. Westerman and colleagues evaluated 137 medical schools in the USA and found 19 different grading systems used to determine performance. Similar to our findings, the same terminology had different meanings between different American medical schools. And there was a significant variability between the percentage of medical students who awarded the top grade in each clerkship, ranging from 5% to 97%. Takayama and colleagues argue that because of this variability, the use of honours in clerkships as an assessment tool is unreliable. Indeed, classifications are not just used as an assessment of performance, but are also used to inform important decisions. With this being the first paper to quantify this variation in the UK, and with minimal literature in other countries, board representatives marking postgraduate training applications outside the USA may be naive to the impact heterogeneity in the award of classifications could have. Consequently, there is a risk of worsening differential attainment. There is evidence that suggests the presence of gender-based disparities in the way honours are awarded for some clerkships in the USA. Fewer students from non-Caucasian ethnicities and socio-economic disadvantaged backgrounds receive honours, or are Alpha Omega Alpha Society members in the USA. Over time, small differences can amplify and further disadvantage underrepresented groups. Although postgraduate training pathways may differ between the USA and other countries, similar awards contribute to postgraduate application scoring systems internationally. This is a critical direction for future international study, as the effects of awards from countries outside the USA, including their consequential validity and contributions to differential attainment, are unknown. Our research casts new light on the nature of variation in the award of classifications that exists in the UK. Because of this inequity, we question the validity of using degree classifications as a marker of academic achievement to differentiate students after graduation. We highlight classifications as another facet of in inequitable practices in medical education that could have long lasting effects on students' future careers. Regulators recognise the need to reduce inequity in assessment internationally, and in 2021, the UK Medical Schools Council argued that medical school argued medical schools to challenge existing inequities in medical education. There is a need to fully evaluate the, the value of degree awards internationally, as this is an understudied phenomenon outside the USA. This would help us understand why universities and postgraduate training applications use classifications and the consequential validity of these awards. It may also indicate possible directions for reform, such as abolishing degree classifications, standardising classifications through cross-institutional and regulator consensus, or reviewing postgraduate training application processes. Standardisation within medical education may help ensure greater fairness, equity, reliability 
and validity in high-stakes processes. Strengths and limitations. The use of freedom of information requests is a strength of our study, as they generally have a very high response rate, and we were able to access information that would have been challenging to obtain through alternative methods, such as the written criteria used for each classification. However, freedom of information requests are unable to answer questions around why public authorities make decisions. For example, we were unable to determine why universities used classifications. Freedom of information requests can only obtain objective information relevant to the questions asked and cannot give the same depth of knowledge as a survey or interview. Where subjective information that expands beyond the question can be obtained. Walby and Larson note that there may be issues with the quality of responses if requests or responses have, have unclear wording. The freedom of information data within our study are self-reported and dependent upon the person responding to our request. As such, there is a risk of systematic errors where the person does not interpret the request appropriately, or random errors where the person extracting the data makes a typographical error. We were not able to perform pilot testing or cognitive interviews with respondents due to the limited number of universities and the cost and time limitations of the Freedom of Information Act. These limitations may affect the content and response process validity and reliability of our data and interpretations. We sought to reduce systematic errors by reviewing our request with an expert in assessment sampling a small number of universities initially and reviewing the preliminary data using a standardised request, answering questions about the requested data from the respondents and using repeat freedom of information requests to clarify any questions we had regarding the data. In our study, a small number of universities provided materials such as comprehensive policy documents or course handbooks instead of providing a succinct written response. To reduce the risk of random errors during data extraction, we use duplicate screening. Conclusion. We demonstrate considerable variation in the way UK medical degrees are awarded in terms of terminology, criteria and percentage of students awarded classifications. This inequity creates advantages for students from some institutions and is likely to influence success in postgraduate training applications. Without assessing the consequential validity of these awards, there is a risk that they could contribute to differential attainment. Many countries use similar classifications, but there is a paucity of information regarding classifications and their consequential validity outside the USA. There is a need to fully evaluate the use and impact of hierarchical degree awards internationally. Thank you.